weather existing. Weather existing makes me, makes me tired. My existence makes me tired. Happy death day to you. Oh, wait, I have to start over. I was off key. I told you I'm tired. When are you not off key? Sorry. It's true. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. All right, all right, all right. Are, are we good to go? We're good to go. Happy death day to you. Happy death day to you. Happy death day, Tree Gelbman. And I wanted to ride back to the future too with this, but there's just too many syllables. Hi, weirdos. Welcome to another episode of Sheebie the horror podcast by fans, for fans, and about fans. As always, brought to you on this beautiful Sunday afternoon by Eternally Bored Productions. Producer Jay has a massive hangover. I exacerbated it by my off-key singing. But today, joining us is going to be a returning co-host guest. I don't think I've really come to a conclusion about what I'm calling the people that are on the show with me, because I tend to go back and forth. Anyway, so we've got Tall Chris back on the show. Uh, fellow creeper, yes. <laughs> Best creeper I know. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Uh, we haven't had you on an episode in a while. Well, we haven't watched a shitty movie in a while. This wasn't a shitty movie. No, exactly. Thankfully. Oh, wait, what was the last shitty movie we saw? Like, not in, not necessarily in a theater, but just in general. Uh, well, not nothing in general. I'm saying in theaters when I'm on this podcast. It's typically like, hey, let's go see Slender Man. That'd be great, right? Yeah, and then I, we stopped going to see movies for a while, I think, after that. No, we stopped seeing movies the rest of the year oh, because of that. Yeah, this is the first movie that we've seen this year. So uh, we saw the sequel to Happy Death Day from 2017. This is obviously Happy Death Day to you. Uh, I didn't see the first one. I saw clips on YouTube, and it was like, oh, it's Groundhog's Day, but it's just with a serial killer. That sounds cool. I'll get around to it. I never did, but that's fine. Uh, so you didn't see the first one either, right? Uh, I did not. Yeah. Uh, the good thing about that is that going into the sequel, they pretty much recap it and basically what happened in the first movie. So you technically don't need to see it. And I guess if you didn't get around to seeing the first one, it does spoil it for you. But uh, eh, whatever. So I guess one of the things that I have to bring up, because I'm a shit talker, is how Universal moved up the release date from February 14th to February 13th because it made a whole bunch of difference in the long run, I guess. Uh, but apparently, so one of the shooting victims of Parkland, her dad got all butthurt about it because like February 14th is, you know, the one year anniversary of Parkland. And it's sort of like one of these things where it's like, it's being released on the 14th. And for them, that's always going to be happy death day or just death day. But don't take it out on the rest of us, buddy. And, you know, then they limit, they reduced a lot of the marketing for this movie in the surrounding areas around Parkland. But, you know, we also had something similar when uh, Slender Man came out. Uh, they weren't, uh, I believe it wasn't being released in all the theaters near where the uh, the stabbing happened. Exactly. Uh, I remember um, as a reviewer I watch online had to travel like an hour to see this movie. They regret having to travel to go see it, but they, they did because uh, they live in the area the stabbings happened. Yeah, I mean... I couldn't imagine, like, I bet he was so mad after he traveled an hour to see Slenderman. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, I don't know, I just think it was pointless, but hey, y'all do you. I mean, this movie is PG-13, it's not, it's just like the first one was. And, I mean, there's violence, but it's more like comic violence, and there are stabbings, uh, but it's kind of like almost you're stabbing pillows. I know a couple of them looked like that. 
there was some blood. Yeah, a little bit of blood. Um, there was blood in one of the deaths, but it really wasn't a lot of blood giving the death. Uh, the uh, Witchipper. Oh, right. So one of the things that uh, I guess we should kind of cover the plot briefly. Uh, yes. Which I'm still kind of confused about because anything that has time travel involved or quantum mechanics and physics, it's just, oh, that's too much over my head. I'm very... I'm very concrete. I need things explained to me in very simple terms. Uh, so Tree basically wakes up on the 19th of September, and this is after the events of the first film, and apparently she's broken the time loop somehow. I, w I can't tell you how because I didn't see the first movie. And then gets stuck in a time loop in the past. Is that about... Uh, sort of. Uh, she wakes up, uh, I think it's May 18th. No, no, uh, it's it, September 18th. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a narcissist, so oh, it's okay. like, oh, it's the same. I'm, it's only a few months, a few days away from my birthday. Oh, okay. So then there you go. So it's September 18th, uh, which is her birthday, which is how she got stuck in the first movie. Uh, she talks about it in that little quick synopsis. It's like two minutes where she synopsis uh, the first movie, uh, where she talks about how she broke the loop by killing the killer. Oh, right. That's how it was. Yeah, she drop-kicked her roommate, Lori, out through the window because yes. she found out it was her that gave her the poison cupcake initially and killed her. Mm -hmm. And so, and then in this one, there's a time loop affecting another dude named Ryan who's working on this uh, quantum reactor, which I guess is supposed to be like a different form of producing energy. But it's, I feel like that's even less safe than nuclear power, which is very safe. Mm -hmm. But... Why would you want to like? I'm. I, don't, I think that's a terrible way to like to think of, of energy production. I don't want to use anything that could you know throw me into an alternate dimension. Well, I didn't know that at the time. It's just kind of like, oops. Yeah, but you know, come on, fucking college kids. Yeah, oops. The, the dinosaurs found a way to breed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Life finds a way. Exactly. Yeah. So, so Ryan is stuck in this loop, and. He dies and then wakes back up on the 19th and tells Tree and this other dude, Carter, who's her boyfriend, at least in, I guess, you know, this main timeline that we're going with, about it. And then she goes over the main event, the, the events of the first movie. And at some point, I guess maybe it was, do you think it was him that threw her into the time loop when they were working with that quantum reactor? So, um... There is the, you see, you see Ryan go through his first light, like his first time. He goes through the day... Uh, the dean shows up. Dean. Uh, dean Yeager. Hey, Dean, dean Yeager. Yeager. Yeah, no, exactly. Dean Bronson. Dean Bronson. Ghostbusters uh, reference. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so uh, Dean Bronson shows up, shuts the lab down. They're like, oh, that sucks. Uh, he goes off, uh, gets stabbed by the babyface killer. Which I will say though, the mask is actually fairly creepy compared to the ghostface killer. This is true. Yeah, you know. And now we've got another brouhaha. Uh, with the, 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 the baby face mascot. Yes. Because, I mean, that's the mascot of the school, Bayfield <laughs> University. The babies. Yeah, the Bayfield babies. I'm like, that's really intimidating, right? So apparently the Pelicans have uh, the NBA team, the Pelicans out of, I'm guessing it's New Orleans, because it's like, what, that's the only city anybody cares about in Louisiana anyway? Yes, no unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but they have a mascot that looks the same. And the guy that apparently, I guess, designed the mascot is trying to get is like suing Universal and trying to get money from like fifty percent of the money from like fucking Happy Death Day and then the sequel now, and I'm, you know, I I really don't think that's gonna work. No, but it's 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 a very nonchalant cherub cheeked baby mask thing. Yeah, and I was really thinking about this. I was like, is it 
the king cake baby? I mean... It's Louisiana. The, yeah, that's where the mascot for the Pelicans come from. It's called King Cake Baby, but it looks like nothing like the babies in an actual king cake, but whatever. Who cares? What do, the, what do those look like? I mean, obviously, they're going to be quite a bit smaller. Uh, typically, the little small pieces of plastic have a blood on them because people forget to take them out sometimes and eat them by accident. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Wait, is it like a regular baby or is it a plastic baby? It's a plastic Whose baby. Whose blood is it? The person who ate the baby by accident who didn't fucking check. Like, so they're breaking their teeth on these babies? Eh, typically, unless they're eating it too fast. Like, ah. How do you pass that? Very carefully. Ugh. Damn. I guess it helps if you've got like a prolapsed anus. Probably make things easier. Mm. Yeah, well. So, anyway, I also wanted to mention uh, that this uh, movie is also shot in Louisiana, which you picked up on really quickly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just by the, the trees and the restaurant she meets her parents at. Uh, it's very much like, oh, yeah, this is Louisiana. Yeah, you were like, this is southern Louisiana. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, then I had to look up later. Oh, yeah, it was shot in New Orleans. Oh, okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm, yep. So, uh, anyway, with this uh, quantum reactor business... Apparently, a second Ryan shows up because he's trying to kill Ryan Prime yes, to so, keep him from fucking things up further. Yeah, so it starts off as Jet Lee's the one. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Ryan, I guess, I guess we go Ryan Prime, uh, tries to uh, kill new Ryan uh, because so Ryan goes through his first day. Wait, dies. which one's Ryan Prime? Uh, Ryan Prime is a mass killer. So we're going to go Ryan Prime, like Superboy Prime. So we're going Ryan Prime uh, and then uh, Ryan Uno. Oh, okay. Make it easier. Okay. So, uh, Ryan Uno is going through his day, gets stabbed, dies, wakes up. He's like, oh, shit, what's going on? Um, dies again a different way, uh, wakes up, and then realizes he's stuck in the loop, explains it to his roommate who has a girlfriend there. He's like, oh, yeah, I know this. What's going on? He's like, what? Yeah, yeah. And so she explains the whole first movie to him. Uh, and they go through that and they figure out oh, who the killer is. Oh, shit, it's Ryan Prime. And he's like, how dare Ryan? I'm trying to stop Ryan from ruining the universe. Uh, and then Ryan proceeds to ruin the universe by starting the reactor. And that throws Tree into the past in an alternate dimension. Well, not really the past, just the same day again, but mm, alternate dimension. I, no, I'm it was, pretty sure it's still the, 18th, it's the 18th that she ends up back in. For but this. It is. It's, it's still September 18th, her birthday. It's still her birthday day. Yeah. But, I mean, like, at the beginning of the movie, it's the 19th. She wakes up on the morning of the 19th. Oh, okay. Because she finally made it through the 18th. Oh, so, okay. basically, you know, Ryan Uno, I, yeah, he starts this reactor, and apparently that throws her into that alternate dimension mm -hmm. in the past. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's a little confusing. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand how there were two Ryans to begin with. I mean, unless that was still, like, they're still stuck in the time loop. But it's the 19th. Well, it's multiverse theory. So there's that one universe that's still stuck in a time loop, the other universe, which is currently going on, where her mom's alive now. Because uh, in the first movie, her mom's dead. And so her do being an asshole, learning to not be an asshole, went a la Groundhog Day, uh, dealing with her mom's death. Yeah, I'm mean, just like, my head already hurts thinking, trying to like think about this movie. Mm -hmm. So, long story short, they have to find an algorithm in order to get Tree back to the correct dimension that she needs to be in. Uh, and because uh, they, can, they, have to, they can only figure out so many algorithms a day, there's uh, the, you know, Ryan and his, uh, his cohorts in this quantum reactor business. Yeah, Samosa and 12? No, no, 11. 11. No, 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 but it's not the real 11, so it's like 12. 
Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. Once. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're just throwing out all the Spanish today. We had uno, we had once. Has more than I know. So, uh, so what Tree has to do is memorize all of the failed algorithm algorithms, and at the end of the day, she has to kill herself so she can loop back and then give them the information. And this repeats over a series of weeks, mm -hmm. and we get this really fun little montage of Tree committing suicide in various ways, which I'm honestly surprised was not more of a bigger deal. Like I'm surprised some SJW on the internet didn't have a problem with this. We already had 13 reasons why to ruin it. So it's like, okay, yeah, now this is like silly suicide. Well, this is fun suicide. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's comedic suicide. Uh, you know, so uh, she puts a toaster in a bathtub. I remember that one. Uh, it was actually the hairdryer. Oh, it was a hairdryer. Hairdryer in a bathtub. Yeah, that makes more sense. Like, why are you making fucking toast in the bathroom? Yeah, once again, they didn't want to steal from uh, Groundhog Day too much. Yeah, good point. Uh, and then she falls out of a... She goes skydiving, and then she just, like, goes skydiving in a bikini. Or bikini or underwear. I couldn't it, really it tell. It was kind of bikini underwear. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, doesn't have a parachute, obviously. And that was probably a really fun death, because you see her, like, slowly falling in front of the screen, like, giving the double bird. It was... Uh, that was that was funny. Mm -hmm. And then she goes and, like, head, like does a headlong nosedive into a wood chipper. Oh yeah, that was a Biff's wood chip, uh, wood uh, tree service. Yes. Which is uh, one of the few nods to uh, Back to Future Two. Yep. And then the other one that you pointed out when she drives into what was it all like the electric grid? Remember when I she was driving back? So. Like she stole the car from her parents at the yes, end of the yes, day. Yes. Yeah. And so she had, but she had to loop the day. Mm -hmm. So she drives into the electric into the electric grid. Oh, and she reaches eighty-eight miles per hour right before hitting the electric grid. That's right. Exactly. Also, I mean, her tree, her name alone, Tree, is a Back to the Future reference. Oh, yeah, because uh, in Back to the Future uh, 1, uh, it goes from Two Pines Mall to uh, Lone Pine Mall when Marty McFly breaks down a tree by hitting it with the DeLorean. I was thinking more along the lines of the make like a tree and get out of here, but that works. Uh, that's true, true. But, I mean, it's short for Teresa, which is like, that's the stupidest fucking nickname I've ever heard in my life. As opposed to Dick from Richard? Yes! I mean, like... Nobody, Tree. I was thinking maybe it was short for like Trina or Trista. Triana. Trichomoniasis, yeah. anything. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and uh, then there was, oh, I can't think of any of the other suicides right now. Oh, the one where she, oh, she drinks drain cleaner in the, at the, the, in the store. That was fun. That's what first hit me off at is Louisiana because it's Bromart. B-R-E-A-U-X. <laughs> I wonder if there is such a thing as a bro market. No, there is. That's there what, is? That's, 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 exactly. That's a legit like a uh, 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 grocery store. Have in you Louisiana. been inside a bro mart? I have, years ago. In Lafayette? Well, I don't think it's one in Lafayette. Okay, one of the other like cities in Louisiana. Yeah. That don't count. <laughs> bro mart. That's fucking weird. Yeah. It's like a whole other country over there. Pretty much. Y'all have those fucking parishes. I know, right? We mm -hmm. don't believe in counties. Yeah. Anyway, uh, oh, did you remember any other Back to the Future references that you can think of? Just the 88 miles per hour, uh, the Biff, and then I guess Tree is the only the big ones. And the, the big poster in the... Uh, there is, yeah, there is a Back to the Future Back poster. Back to the Future poster in the boyfriend's room, as well as an MST3K poster. Uh, they live poster, a bunch of like 80s movie posters. It's like, dude, you're like 20. I know, right? And then I think at some point, uh, Carter, her boyfriend, even mentions Back to the Future 2, and she just looks at him, just like blank-eyed, 
And I was like, that's perfect. Exactly. Remember that really old movie? <laughs> that existed before you were born? Yeah. That was exactly. old by the time you were born? Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, obviously we can see the comparisons, but my question is, so in the third movie, and they already set it up for a third movie, because at the end of this, spoiler alert, Tree gets back to where she's supposed to be, and then I guess DARPA picks up their quantum reactor, but recruits all of these people to go and like help them out and test it. All of our main characters, that is. Which I'm like, one, government is just going to shoot you dead. They're not. They're not going to ask you to help them. They'll figure it out on their own. Or if they can't figure it out, they'll ask you to help, then shoot you dead. Yeah, exactly. But uh, so they need an exper- uh, like an experiment, uh, a way to experiment on uh, with the with the machine, uh, and they need a test subject. So at the end of the movie, you see Danielle, who is like this uber bitch, um, mm-hmm. who is kind of like dating Carter in the in the in this alternate dimension. You see her wake up in bed, and apparently she's repeating the events now. But my main question is, does this mean that we're going to get a fucking weird-ass, like, time-traveling train in the third movie? Is she? Is it going to be like Danielle in the Old West? Is it going to be, like, different time periods now, where it's like uh, Danielle's repeating the same day, but it's, like, in, you know, it's, like, in, in the Stone Age, or, like, during World War II, or something like that? Well, I think um, there's talks of the third one. I was looking up online. Uh, the the director wants, likes to do a third one, but I'm thinking it's going to be kind of like either sliders, where it's alternate dimensions and each one's slightly different, mm-hmm. or um, Bioshock Infinite, where it's like alternate dimensions. What's Bioshock Infinite? Because uh, I don't I don't understand uh, those games. Vigi game. Yes, I, I know I know it is a Vigi game, but what specifically is that about? So Bioshock Infinite essentially. Uh, is about uh, altered dimensions and controlling altered dimensions uh, and how um, things come to pass, uh, dealing with loss and just uh, committing suicide is the answer to everything. It's very nihilistic. I like it. So, I mean, yeah, suicide was really the answer to everything in this movie. Yeah, true. Uh, I like how suicide in this movie is like a temporary solution to a permanent problem. Oh, wait, that's in real life, too. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, uh, did you enjoy the movie? As a movie, yes. But it was less horror movie, more just kind of like sci-fi adventure. Yeah, I saw some people on Twitter getting all upset about it because, you know, I guess movies are serious business to yell about these days. Of course they are. Yeah. I thought it was fine. Yeah, it was fun. I don't think you really need to go see it in a theater. Like, it's no. not a horror movie that you have to that has to be seen uh, before. Like, you could just watch on VOD; it'd be fine. Same experience. Yeah, or Dollar Theater. Yeah, doll. Actually, yeah, do- go to the Dollar Theater and see this. Because mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we went to the matinee, and it wasn't even like an early matinee. We went to a four forty-five showing. And besides us, there are maybe two other people in that theater, and it's opening weekend for this movie, which mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh. But it's uh, had a budget of nine million and it's hit twenty five already. Yeah. So. Success. Yeah, I mean it's profitable. We'll more than likely get another one. I would kind of like to see an R rated version of this. Yeah, exactly. You could tell they toned down a lot. Uh, yeah, but I mean the first one was PG thirteen. I just didn't. I can't give you enough information on that because you know I'm really well prepared as far as like hosting a podcast about horror movies by you know not seeing these movies. Me. 
but I feel like that's kind of the trend they're going for. They're, these are almost like dark comedies. Exactly. This very much is like kind of like Idle Hands or... Or My uh, Boyfriend's Back or something like that. My Boyfriend's like Back, that. yeah. Kind yeah. of like dark comedies where it's like, there's death involved, but it's hilarious death. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I would just, yeah, just wait for it at the Dollar Theater. Did you have any other thoughts that you wanted to share on this? I mean, it was fine. It was a fine movie. I don't have a problem with it. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I just felt like I wanted more blood. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wanted more death, more uh, horror movie-esque stuff. But it was fun being kind of sci-fi. Th- it was very much like the director was super fans of 80s stuff, which is a long trend right now, which is kind of like getting old. I want to say it's, it's sad to say that old things being renewed is getting old again. Now you're making me feel old. Yeah, that right. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, that's really all that we have to say about this movie. You know, you can see for you see it for yourselves, and uh, you know, let us know what you thought. I I, I think it's better than Slitherman. <laughs> I, I'm so I'm so glad that you thought that. I agree with you. <laughs> Everything's better than Slitherman. I, I know you're traumatized from that movie, post traumatic Slenderman disorder. Yeah, exactly. So reach out to us on the social medias. Uh, you just search for Sheebie-Jeebies on your Facebook, your Twitter, and your Instagram. Uh, leave us a comment. We're also on iTunes and Stitcher. Feel free to give us a nice five-star rating. And, uh, you know, if you want to just drop us an email, you can always reach out to us at Sheebie-Jeebies at Outlook.com. But until next time, fuck, don't die and get caught in a time loop. Bye, guys. Bye.